Good morning and welcome to the Modern Feed Wake Up for Tuesday, January 14th, 2020. Modern Feed is essential listening, handpicked just for you daily. Here's how we do it. Every day, I'm tracking around 2,000 different podcast feeds looking for the good stuff, trying to save you time and bring them to you in this feed. I'll also give you some samples, some little nuggets, and try to start your day off right. So let's jump right into it with a little bit of Megxit. It's very significant. I think it's a moment to rank with the Annus Horribilis, which was the fancy Latin name for all the disasters in the 1990s, with the royal marriages going wrong and Windsor, fire, the Windsor Castle burning. Perhaps even the abdication of 1936, because actually, if it doesn't work out, Prince Harry and Meghan have expressed their intention of abdicating. And in that sense, you could say um, this meeting and coming together and urgency was a result of a certain sort of blackmail. You'll find that full episode in your podcast feed below. Let's talk about what else we have for today. We have three quick news stories from Up First from BBC Minute and from NPR News Now, all to keep you in the know for the day. Then we have a triple dose of crime. You've been asking for it. Well, the new episode of Ronan Farrow's Catch and Kill is out this morning. It's a great episode featuring Kim Masters, who hosts a podcast at KCRW called The Business. It's a great entertainment business podcast, and Ken Oletta from The New Yorker, two journalists whose heroic reporting on this story really broke it open. So check out this clip below on that. Uh, also, The Daily has some crime in it. That's the Carlos Ghosn disappearance from Japan and how he spirited himself away to Lebanon. And finally... There is the Bill Cosby podcast that just came out today. It is in your feed below. So enjoy. Let me know what you think. We're sitting there on the terrace out there at the peninsula chatting, and all of a sudden, Harvey comes running onto this thing, <laughs> screaming like a madman, uh, why do you write this shit about me? Why do you write this shit? Why do you say I'm a bully? Which was funny <laughs> in the moment. <laughs> the irony just, just right like, over his head. I don't know why, Harvey. I'm just not. And then he said, what have you heard about me? Kim then faced a choice. Should she confront Weinstein about the rumors? And I thought, all right, like, this is the moment. Like, this is it. I got to do this now or do it never. So I said, I've heard you rape women. Matt Hilsick and the other publicist, I thought were going to go over backwards in their chairs. I mean, it was a stunning moment. Okay, today's science story comes from the Australian podcast Life Matters. And it's all about dogs at work. I like to create startups so that I can make up the rules for dogs being in the office, but not everyone loves it all the time. Yet this reporting gives some scientific backup for the fact that dogs in the workplace are a good thing. Give it a listen. And uh, the full episode is in your podcast feed below. It's Life Matters, Dogs in the Workplace. Overall, this research shows that dogs can provide us with social benefits like being there, social support, unconditional love. She's got a PhD 
in animal behaviour. So there are psychological benefits of having dogs in the workplace, as well as physical benefits. So they might get people in the workplace to get out and take them for a walk so that they're getting exercise during the day. Back to Kate in a moment, but the reason I wanted to talk about dogs in workplaces started a few weeks ago. I was having a meeting in an office block five floors up. I get in the lift, I hit the button, and when the doors open, I walk out into an empty foyer. There's no one at reception. I say hello, no one answers, and then around the corner comes the first staff member. 